Hey everybody, welcome to Tell Me What You Know. Before we get started today, I'm going to make a quick announcement. Uh, we've been kind of doing these podcasts over the last few weeks when, when time permitted. Uh, we're going to work on being more consistent with them, so we're going to start launching these podcasts every Friday once a week. Um, so there'll be more of a consistent uh, release schedule for us. Uh, that way you guys can know what to expect. And uh, you can download and subscribe and rate us five stars. It'll be awesome. Let's jump into it. Hello and welcome to Tell Me What You Know. Today is Saturday, June 1st. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. Pod never sleeps. No off days. Grinding away. That's right. Beautiful day here today. Um, what's, uh, what's, your, what's on your Saturday schedule? Well, I'm keeping an eye on Tiger Woods. Yeah, we've got the game Pretty, on, uh, the, the match on in the background here, so if there's any distractions, that's what that is. He's going up and down, man. He's lipped out several putts. Um, Got my boy it's gonna Ke- happen. My boy Kevin Jisner on screen right now. <laughs> Go dogs! That's right. I don't hear much about Nick Watney these days. He's kind of a, a silent golfer out there. That's got to be true. I don't remember Nick Watney being in the top twenty of a tournament in any recent time. Yeah, or contending at all. He looks like a golfer. Yeah, he's got a. I mean, when I think of a Very golfer white. name, Nick Watney. <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty good golfer name. Exactly. Exactly. You yeah, got a little good tan. Uh, for sure. Got a little uh, big sports day, Champions League final today at three, a couple mm-hmm. hours now. Mm-hmm. Got Tottenham Hotspur and uh, and Liverpool, and then who you got uh, in it? I, you know, who I you I, for? I guess I'm I'm pulling for Tottenham. I really, I, I don't care all that much. I'm not a huge footy fan. I, I enjoy watching the game. I don't, I don't really have an allegiance. Um, I'm, I guess all the Argentine guys I pull for for the most part. Yeah, I I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat. I don't I don't really follow. Yeah, it's something to watch this afternoon. Right, it's exciting. And yeah, there we go. We'll go outside, drink some beers, and watch a little a little soccer. When is uh, the Belmont? Is that oh, next weekend? I have no idea. That's next weekend. Preakness has already happened, right? Yeah, Preakness happened. Big horse guy over here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I prefer hobby horses actually. Yeah. yeah, you're a hobby horse. Exactly. Um, uh, and then we got we got game two of the Stanley Cup Finals tonight. Yeah. Blues took no, sorry, game three. It's a one one. Oh, it's nice three. There's game three tonight in St. Louis. Uh, Blues look like they're for real. I'd love to see Boston lose. You've been following this this year a little bit closer. A little bit more. Yeah. Uh, mostly just out of my hate. I, I can't believe that Boston could win three out of the four championships this year. I, that really I, I just have to like. Can you Boston. imagine being a Boston fan and being like, oh, the Celtics, they're like the dogs of our city. Right. And they, the Celtics. Yeah. And they had a, a, a very fun playoff time. I mean. It's crazy. I hate. I at, hate at, at least Boston fans are like uh, not really loud and, and angry people, right? Yeah. At least they're very uh, quaint and. Uh, it's like, oh man, it's Enjoyable. been it's been a hundred days since our last parade. <laughs> Fucking asshole. People go all their entire lives without a parade. I overheard uh, somebody called in. I guess he just recently became a hockey fan. He's like family's from the DR. It was, it was some radio show. His family's from the Dominican, and uh, he's I guess he grew up in Boston, but like just kind of became a, a hockey fan. And he mm-hmm. was like, hey, uh, so is this gonna be like a four zero sweep? Can you ima- like that guy just expects Boston to win <laughs> every time? Every time. Yeah. And no matter <laughs> no matter the sport, no matter what's going on. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's that's nuts. Oh well. Well, hopefully uh, I'll be pulling for the Blues pretty hard tonight. Nice. Yeah. Um, well, what's your topic for today? So uh, let, let's jump into it. Uh, I assume you know what the what the Brat Pack is and the Frat Pack and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Like, I think the Brat Pack 
the eighties brought back. Yeah, and, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. actors mm-hmm. and the what are the the entertainers, the performers. I want to talk about a new pack today. So, uh, Michael, tell me what you know about the whack pack. The whack pack. Yeah. I don't know anything. I don't know anything about the whack pack. All right. So you're familiar with with Howard Stern, I would assume. Mm-hmm. So Howard Stern has these people that call in constantly. They're part of the show. They're not on staff. But they are considered the whack pack. Uh, I guess the way to kind of describe it is that they're unusual in some way, whether it's like they're extremely racist, they're maybe mentally disabled, uh, they have some kind of comical appearance or a weird voice Uh uh, or some kind of strange ability. Right. Will the farter comes to mind. He can fart on command. Uh, There's about 24 of them. Howard loves these type of guys. Loves Loves these people. Loves them. They do a lot for the show. 20 of them? And he's about 24 living. There's several have died. Um, So... Stern actually defines it. He stated that whack packers are not defined by having any disability or peculiarity, but by their inability to understand why they are funny. <laughs> so, <laughs> a, a very uh, good way to put it. Right. Um, they're, they're a group of characters that are, they, they run the gamut of, like, like he said, like maybe there's some kind of physical disability or they are just, uh, there's a guy named High Pitch Eric who has a really, really high registered voice mm-hmm. and, he talks like this, and he like can't help it. And the dude weighs like four hundred pounds. It's bizarre. <laughs> it's bizarre. So, do, and does Howard press them on these things? Kind of like you don't understand why you, why I'm laughing. Right. I mean, I, exactly. And, and some of them, they they can't even. Some of them don't even have the ability to understand that question. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, it's uh, it's weird. It is definitely like okay, is he taking advantage of these people? I don't think so. I mean, it's they've been. He gives them so much exposure. These guys have been getting, you know, like paid gigs of appearances and they've you know, made roles in, in TV and movies and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Some have got their own radio shows on Sirius because of him. It started back. Uh, I think the first one was, uh, leather, weather, leather, weather lady back in 1980. Okay. Uh, and so then he met Gary, the elephant boy in 1988. <laughs> and so I think it was the record show, like in 1990, Howard had amassed these, these followers. And he's, he's like, you know what? These guys are the whack pack. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, June 6th, July 6th, 1990, he started calling him the whack pack. And like I said, since he moved to Sirius, he's been able to get these guys some radio gigs. So I kind of want to touch on a few of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Riley Martin got his own show on Ray on, on Sirius on Howard 101, uh, after, after being a whack pack member, Riley Martin, uh, claims to be a contactee of aliens. Okay. Uh, back in like the 1950s, he was contacted by some aliens. Uh, is he going to be abducted by them? I don't think he was abducted. He was he was contacted. I don't Contact. think he's left Earth. Got it. Uh, I could be wrong on that. Mm-hmm. But uh, the a- aliens are called the Biavians, and uh, they uploaded a ton of alien knowledge into his brain, mm-hmm. including over 144,000 alien symbols. So he and his nephew, I think, have this had this radio. Riley Martin has, has since passed, uh, but has had this ra- this show about his contact with aliens and the, the coming again of these aliens and all that kind of stuff. This guy doesn't live up in Alaska, does he? No, he's like uh, Arkansas or, okay. or, or Missouri or something like that. Thinking of a different Midwest. Weirdo. Yeah. Uh, one you may know is Beetlejuice. I only know the movie. Right. So you've definitely seen this guy. He's uh, He suffers from dwarfism. He's a, he's like a small black dude. Okay. Uh, he's got like kind of a small head. Mm-hmm. You remember in the scene in Scary Movie where Shorty, they open his brain and there's a little dude in there? Uh-huh. That's Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> He just like has big teeth and smiles. <laughs> Beetlejuice has been described as the greatest whack packer of all time. They've written songs that have like gotten uh, that have made a good amount of money. Uh, he's done a lot of appearances. He's obviously been in, in movies and TV and that kind of thing. Uh, 
It turns out, actually, can kind of uh, Howard had Jerry O'Connell on the show one time, and Jerry mm-hmm. O'Connell admitted that uh, as soon as he heard Beetlejuice's voice, he knew him. He and Beetlejuice grew up together. Actually, his mother, Jerry O'Connell's mother, was a special education teacher, and Beetlejuice was one of her prized students. <laughs> so like now they just need to make a movie and have the whole thing come full circle. I feel yeah, like, right? yeah. Sure, uh, Jerry O'Connell will jump at the opportunity. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't know why he would. He's a huge Stern fan, so <laughs> he's naturally a huge Beetlejuice fan. But uh, it, it's. I've always kind of looked at it like it's, it's is he like, obviously that's a mutual benefit here, right? The Stern shows like this, the the Whack Pack has a huge following. Everybody loves members of the Whack Pack. Mm-hmm. Howard's obviously getting a lot of not that he needs any other publicity. The guy is huge. I mean, he's yeah. the biggest in radio. Yeah. Uh, but these guys are also get there's a mutual benefit for them because they're making these appearances. They're yeah. getting all this exposure, that kind of thing. They have Amazon wish lists that people just buy them stuff. They're essentially their influencers. They're, they're Instagram. Of, they're, models. they're like early influencers. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Well, I'm, it kind of reminds me of uh, do you remember that um, Curb Your Enthusiasm where he has the freak book? Right. Kind of reminds me of that. Right. One other thing I like about Howard Stern is that no matter how big he gets with his audience or whatever he still stays true to even some of these like stupid jokes yeah that are just i'm i, I find this funny and i'm gonna keep doing it oh, yeah. um so i don't think that it's anything that he's taking advantage of them but i definitely think that there is a uh dinner with idiots element here yeah that and he's doing so he's definitely and he's like changed some of their like their names are just the most bizarre things he's changed some of their names over time to kind of you know be more uh, sensitive, I guess. Like that, w- Wendy the retard is now Wendy the slow adult. That kind of thing. <laughs> that in and of itself, right. is like a shut right. up. Right. That, yeah. and then like Gary, Gary the retard is now Gary the conqueror. <laughs> this kind of stuff. Um, but I mentioned high pitched Eric, uh, or yeah, high pitched Eric. There was Eric the actor as well. He was like uh, he was a, a dwarf as well. I guess he was like two feet tall. He was in a wheelchair and he just was always angry and super, super hilarious to have on the show. There was Hank the Angry Dwarf. What would he do with them on the show? Would he come on and just ask some questions? They or? would play games. Uh-huh. Uh, they would do bits for like uh, prank calls, that phony phone calls, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, I, I, it was in the 90s. They were doing uh, a people's most beautiful person of the year. What is it? Uh, most, what was people's, that? People's, yeah. Um, yeah. List of most beautiful people or whatever. Yeah. Like, so the, the I think it was like 96. Leo DiCaprio won, obviously. But they had like a write-in poll. And they like crashed the polls because they the Howard's like fans went and wrote in Hank the angry drunken dwarf. He got like two hundred thousand votes. <laughs> they, they, they thought they were being hacked. Like they yeah. br- brought the polls down. So you see this following for Howard, but also for these for these for these whack packers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you remember? Uh, They're you part remember? of the family. I think for he, sure. he brings them in. He brings them Absolutely. under his wing. And, you know, a lot of them have died over the years. Mm-hmm. I remember there was a guy Joey Boots who passed. He he kind of made a. Made made it fame. So they they called the executive producer of the show. His name's Gary Delabate, and they call him Baba Booey. I'm yeah, sure yeah, you've yeah. heard that before, yeah. right? So and Boots would always get Baba Booey on like news reports and stuff like that. You hear him yelling in the background, <laughs> and these guys have troubled past, obviously. Like they, uh, but Joey Boots passed away from a heroin overdose. Mm. Another whack packer, High Pitch Eric, found him. And then when, when something like that happens, you know Howard does a really touching tribute for these guys. Says like, you know, he's a really good friend of the show and a really good friend to me, and we're gonna miss him a whole lot. That kind of thing. So yeah. they're they're definitely part of the show. Like they're part of the family for sure. He, for sure. he said so. He said as much. Like during uh, Kimmel did a show uh, in Brooklyn one time, and and Howard and all the Whack Packers went basically, and it was like a family type thing, you know. Yeah. So that's uh, that's kind of part of what he does. And then I'm sure. You, do you remember Tan Mom? Yeah. So she's in the whack pack. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm she's, glad she's there for sure. And uh, crazy person, man. Oh yeah, for sure. Tan mom. And she, uh, so she's like, 
Howard has put has like I guess helped her team up with like music producers, and she's written a couple songs recently, and they are hysterical. So bad, so bad they're great. But does she know that they're bad? Like, I don't know. I don't think she does. I wish that she would kind of at least acknowledge that. I don't think they have the capacity a lot of times to yeah. definitely acknowledge what's going on. So mm-hmm. that's where you kind of like. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, she's reaping the rewards of it, you know, like yeah. that kind of thing. Um, if they're not, if are they really that upset? Who's it's a victimless crime to me. Like I think so. It, it's it's nothing. Yeah. Uh, one other one I wanted to touch on was sour shoes. Sour shoes. Okay. Sour shoes to me is the most talented of all of them. His impressions. First of all, he can play like the like music. He's got to have perfect pitch or something. I don't know. The guy is like kind of a savant when it comes to playing music. You can tell him to play a song. He'll start playing it on his little Casio keyboard. He still lives with his parents. He's like forty five years old. It's just crazy. This guy, like, they tried to offer him a job. I feel like, and mm-hmm. he just like couldn't put it like put it bring himself together to do that kind of thing. But he like, can do be there every day and yeah, they'll use him for phony phone calls and he 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 sounds just like Gary Delabate. Like he can do it perfectly. Perfect, like probably better than Gary does. If you had them both talking to you, you wouldn't know which one is which, and, and that's why it's been so good on these phony phone. Is he calls, autistic? Like. I don't kid, think so. I mean, I think he's just like a, a weird guy, kind of, you know, hmm. just a different dude. But he does like impressions of, of Gary, of Mike Francesa, Gilbert Gottfried, uh, uh, what's the dude's name, George Takei, mm-hmm. all these guys. Like, and a lot of these guys are at least George Takei and, and some of the others are, are big Stern Show fans. So it's kind of like a badge of honor for them to wear. I feel like right, right. Um, but the Whack Pack is is for, for me like whenever I'm I listen to Stern pretty religiously, and you you start finding your favorites and you get pissed off at them and you call in and they get in fights and stuff, it's just hilarious. It's it's great entertainment. Um, I was always a big Tradio guy. Tradio. Yeah, Tradio is good. To be so funny. Yeah. Also, just their unrelenting aspect that they would just keep calling these radio stations. Yeah. They you just kind of feel like these guys that are putting on that show just must be like, these guys got to get bored or stop calling in to do this, no. like, derail my show. Yeah. Um, and I also just loved how, how committed they were to doing it because he uh, wasn't the guy who started Tradio. He used to do this bit for like when he was in high school and then oh, kept really? calling in. It was like his whole high school uh, radio station yeah. that he would keep, like keep calling. Yeah. And I just can't, I mean, this is over a decade. This well, guy's and, doing and it. so two of the guys, the writers and the comedians on, on the Stern show will do that kind of thing as yeah. well. They call in the, those shows and it's Richard Christie and Sal Governale and they'll yeah. call in and like the, the you know they'll, they'll listen to the people read off the rules and be like okay we can't uh, we're not you can't give away any lumber like that's not and so Sal, Richard Remedio come in he's like hey I got a bunch of lumber to give away today and the guy's just like I, and he just does it over and over over and over again man and if if the people just wouldn't react yeah it wouldn't be a problem yeah but, but they, they go, always freak yeah, out they go, they go berserk yeah it's crazy no Stern brings the heat man he does he does. Uh, and he's he's built an empire, and it's it's great. And hasn't gone away from his roots. No, not at all. Yeah. I don't think. And if you look at like uh, Private Parts, there's the movie Private Parts. They talk uh-huh. about it in there as well. Um, I just some of these names. I just kind of want to read them off because they're crazy. Some of my favorite: Ass Napkin Ed, <laughs> Gary the Conqueror. I mentioned Jeff the Vomit Guy, Marfan Mike, <laughs> Medicated Pete, Monotone Matt, Medicated Pete, Medicated Pete's great. Medicated Pete, you can't get him off the feet. He will not. It's like, hey, how's it going? He's like, hey, how's it going, man? He'll just respond back to you with whatever. Exactly. Like, all right, I'll see you later. Have a good day. He's like, yeah, man, have take care. All right, Pete, talk to you later. All right, buddy, we'll talk to you later. It's, it's, and then it'll go on for hours. It'll go on for hours. Medicated Pete's great. Wendy the Slow Adult, Underdog Lady. Had, I love that they had to change the names just to yeah. update them a little yeah, bit. A little bit more PC. Yeah. I mean, it's just like a slap in the face yeah. to, to PC life, though. It's like, right. okay, fine, Wendy the Slow Adult. Right, how's that? fine. Yeah. And she... Uh, 
she, she, reading it. She loves Jimmy Kimmel. I feel like, or maybe she hates it, but she. But one time she a big crush on him. Yeah, she. Uh, there's there's a drop. So Fred is their guy who plays the drops during the, the show, and and there's one drop of of Wendy trying to say Jimmy Kimmel. She just calls him Jimble Kimble, and it like <laughs> makes me cry laughing every time I hear it. I don't know why. It's just it's hilarious. <laughs> Hi, this is Wendy, a slow adult, and you're listening to the Howard Stern Show. On today's show, Jimbo Kimball from the Jimbo Kimball Show. He bought me bully shoes. Take away, Howard. The Whack Pack is just uh, its a pretty cool entity, I think. And then, obviously, like I said, some of them have, have passed, and they've made some, some nice tributes to them. There have been a couple of them that have been kicked off, kicked banned. So this guy, Hansy, was banned. Uh, he got into an argument with Howard. And brought Howard's wife into it and kids, I think, and then they kind of laughed like, it no. off. And then, I mean, there's a certain line you can't yeah, cross, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's the whack back. If you're not a, if you're not a, if you're not familiar with Stern and what he does, I feel like everybody knows him. And until you actually listen to him, you have this like maybe this thought of like, oh, he's that that vulgar, uh, you know, say anything to get a rise. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I think he's changed a lot. I've been reading his latest book, his interview book, and, and he and his introduction, his forward is really cool and kind of pulls the the curtain back a little bit on on his transformation. And uh, it's been a great a great book. I mean, listen, we're not getting paid to do this, obviously, but <laughs> I would go out and buy it if you haven't, uh, or at least give it a read, give the introduction a read or something. Uh, pretty cool book. I'm enjoying it so far. Nice. Yeah. You can borrow well, it. I kind of want to be in the whack pack rather rather than uh, the Brad Pack or anything. Uh, there's definitely people that ha- that call in and are part of the show that are not in the whack pack. It's almost like a badge of honor. Hmm. I mean, so they're they, like trying to get in. Yeah, they have like panels to decide: is this person a whack packer or is it not? Like, are they are they conscious of like why they're funny? <laughs> Do they know what they're doing that makes everybody laugh? And if the answer is yes, I like the way he distinguishes if you're in the whack pack or not. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's definitely guys like Bobo and like uh, King of All Blacks and all mm-hmm. these people that are like, you know, they're they're constant callers. They're part yeah. of the show, but they're not in the whack pack. Right. It's a good distinction. Yeah. Yeah, the whack pack's like a family as well. It's a super <laughs> fucked up family, but <laughs> it is a family. Most families are. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Well, I chose my topic today. Yeah. Based upon the interests of one of our listeners. I think one of three. Okay. One of three listeners. Is it my mom, your mom, or Sam? It's Sam. <laughs> <laughs> so, Michael, <laughs> tell me what you know about tornadoes. Oh. Uh, they are storms. Weather events. Weather event, yeah. That's probably, uh, they, yeah, they're, they're not storms. They I usually guess. come off of storms. Like Storms right. exist. They don't need tornadoes. Yes. Tornadoes usually cannot exist without a storm. Good point. Uh, I don't – I mean – Everything I know about tornadoes, I learned in like third grade science class. I feel like it's a high pressure and low pressure, something like that, hit each other and it starts making a big old yeah, funnel yeah, yeah. cloud. Yeah, I don't know. Tell me, tell me some more about it. Uh, so I don't, I'm not a huge expert either. No, but a tornado is a rapidly rotating column of air. Yeah, it's connected to the. It's connected to the ground. And it's connected to a cumulonimbus cloud, which is like a thunderstorm cloud. So if it doesn't touch, it's not a tornado? So I, I was trying to figure this out. I think it is still a tornado, but it pretty much needs to touch if it's going to start creating any damage. Okay. And then the way that a tornado is judged is based upon its damage. The F scale, the Fujita scale. And there's an updated scale called the uh, EF scale. It's like the, here it is. Enhanced, enhanced Fujita scale. Okay. So it's it's just a uh, an updated scale. Okay. And they're basically uh, they categorize storms based upon how much uh, damage they do, 
but it's mostly a uh, byproduct of how fast the wind is. So, so are these given their ratings after the storm's gone? Correct. After they like analyze the damage and everything. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. But uh, normally a storm, which is different from a hurricane, right? Because like I say it's a Category Five or whatever. So I, I, I think a, hur- a hurricane is just booked off of of wind speed. Wind speeds. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. So it goes F zero through F five. Okay. Um, remember, I mean, Twister is sort of everybody's like, like F twelve. Uh, <laughs> it goes up to F five. Yeah. But uh, but that's basically like everybody's knowledge is basically. Twister. Yes. No, that, that was a good sized twister. What was that? An F3? Solid F2. See, now you've lost me again. It's the Fujita scale. It measures the intensity of a tornado by how much it eats. Eats? Destroys. A little uh, encounter we had back there is a strong F2, F3, maybe. Bet we see some F4s today. That'd be sweet. Four is good. Four will relocate your house fairly efficiently. <laughs> is there an F5? Would that be like the finger of God? Um, so a big F five's coming through. That's like over three hundred miles an hour, Jeez, which is really, insane. really fast. Yeah, really, really fast wind, and and like more than a quarter mile wide. It just so happens that some of those storms are like that big that need that much. Um, it's like the size, much power. the size of it's important as well, I guess. Or they're just by that much power, that's how big they're going to be. I think you would have to talk to a full expert to get the details on Come this. Come on, don't sell yourself But short. I think usually when it grows in size, the base of it and the circumference of it yeah. grows as well. Gotcha. It becomes more, I think the, the bigger it is, the more stable it can be uh, in its rotation. And then they can, I mean, the, the biggest F5 on record was in like the 1920s. Yeah. Um, and it went for like over a couple hundred miles. It yeah. like traveled that far? Yeah. Jesus. And it had, um, at one point during that trip, was traveling at 70 miles an hour, which is the fastest tornado's ever been tracked. Well, luckily, in 1920s Nebraska, which I assume this is where it was, there was nothing there to, to fuck up. It was in, uh, <laughs> it was in, it was like a three state. That's true. Uh, yeah. It went through three states. Um, yeah, absolutely a, a crazy storm. Yeah, it's nuts. Um, but we've been kind of having a lot of tornadoes recently. With climate change, things are going to be, um, there's a lot more heat that needs to be. Yeah. Dispersed. Well, the, so there's the a lot more. on both the high and the low end are. Well, that's like really what, what storm, where storms get crazy is when things go from like a super high, yeah. uh, high barometric pressure to like super low. And it's right. in that change you have these massive storms. So that's when you see massive tornadoes when yeah. you have these crazy changes in, in pressure essentially. Sure. Um, which is true for like hurricanes. It's true for anything. So when like, like storms are just um, like a byproduct of the climate. So. If the climate's changing a lot, you're going to see some pretty intense storms. Right. Um, yeah, we just had a, there was a tornado down in Spotsylvania like two days ago, I think. Right. Yeah. Was, well, so was any damage in that thing? Did you see at all? I didn't see what. The I thing. don't think it was a ton of damage. Yeah. I think a lot of uh, down trees and stuff. Okay. But so there's another a non like a, a, another form of a tornado is one that doesn't um, doesn't like rotate. It's called a derecho. <laughs> so this is for you. I was as I was reading, tornado is a uh, we get it from a Spanish word to turn. It's the past participle of to turn. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like ro- to rotate. To rotate. Right. Uh, and then derecho, which is like straight. Right. It was like a straight storm, yeah. meaning like all the wind is coming like straight at you. Huh. Uh, and we get a lot of those. Oh, like really? Supercells, like supercell derechos, where it's just like kind of calm, kind of calm. And then all of a sudden this massive storm comes through and you've got 100 mile an hour winds knocking down all these trees. Yeah. Uh, so it's very similar to a tornado, 
but it, there's no rotation. But there's no rotation. Gotcha. Um, huh. They're mostly found in the north northern hemisphere, uh, mostly North America. It's good. Yeah, I, I mean, I they do exist in in Europe and other places, but we seem to just Tornado Alley just is like the perfect the perfect storm right for tornadoes. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the crazier ones I saw was Salt Lake City has had a, a tornado go straight through downtown. Really? And it's kind of a a myth that tornadoes won't go over cities or won't go over. There's no place a tornado won't go. What about, There's was, just places where it's just more unlikely to go. Right. So, I mean, like, obviously it won't – I don't think it will, like, scale mountains, right? Doesn't that usually break it up? So – I mean, downtown Salt Lake City is obviously in the valley there, so it could happen. So, I, I think you're right, but what I was reading is, is that if you try to take that for granted – a, a, a tornado could come up your come up the mountain and die. just do something that it, that we've never seen before. Right. And there are no hard and fast rules for tornadoes. They're, gotcha. they're, I think they're just too chaotic of an event for us to have enough data and information to be able to adequately predict what they're going to do. Okay. And we even have a hard time now, like forecasting them. Gotcha. We know that the that conditions the environment right. and the conditions are right, but we can't say that over there a tornado is going to form and then it, it goes. Like it's just it's too there's there's too much data to process. Huh. Um, too and much chaos. There's too much chaos, and, and there's just not enough data. We're not gathering enough real-time data to be like, tornadoes coming over there. And one thing we were watching while when the tornado alert came on and stopped Jeopardy, and everyone was mad about it. I didn't realize though. I guess the, James Holzhauer won. I don't know yet. <laughs> I think you can watch it again tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, but the, the the Doppler radar kind of. I, I mean, it makes sense. But after it gets further enough away from the the dish, is that. Now the radar is like way up in the clouds, so they won't be able to really tell you um, if like a tornado's on the ground. Right. So that's kind of interesting. I didn't I didn't really realize that that was an issue. There's a good way to tell if a tornado's on the ground. You look at it. You look outside. <laughs> uh, so a uh, couple of other little, I guess, uh, myths about tornadoes, specifically like how to stay safe during a tornado. Uh, Do not get underneath a, a road overpass. Yeah. That uh, if I'm driving on the highway, until you just told me that, I'm getting underneath one of those things. Right. That I mean, that would make sense to me. Comfort. Be, there still is to me. I if if I was in the middle of Kansas and that's all the cover I had, I still think I would go under there, even though I know that the wind speed because it's coming underneath the bridge will will go get higher. It's amplified. It's right? amplified. But there's just part of me that what I should just hunker down in the grass. Well, I mean, so the guy, what the guy say is like a ditch is better. Right? A d- yeah, a ditch would be better. So I guess if there's like a shoulder of a highway getting yeah. there. But then, like, okay, then what, a car rolls over on me? Right. I, I'm going to get up under, under those things. Uh, I, like, the bridge goes up. Right, right. Like, I'm just going to shove myself in the corner, wedge myself up there. Yeah. That that would make sense to me, but I think if it was – so one thing they were talking about or when I was reading about is that if it if it's a direct hit on the overpass, like, you're fucked. Is that thing going down? Uh, it's, a high, it's just that the, the wind going under yeah. it, it, it probably it's is – It's going to rip you out. It's going to rip you out, and there's going to be so much debris down there that you're kind of fucked. So – you kind of, so really you should stay away from there. So you want to be uh, in the southwest corner of your basement. Oh, gotcha. Because the the theory is is that with with them spinning the counterclockwise, spin. the the debris and shit will go away from uh. you, and will go over the you know you're in the back against the wall in your basement. You're not going to get hit by something. Sure, debris. that makes sense. Yeah. So or like an interior room. Interior room. Low. Yeah, I mean, what was it the other day? What was the golf tournament we were watching? And uh, <laughs> there was like a tornado alert going on. I was like, well, they can't even watch the end of the golf tournament. They've got no power there anymore. <laughs> that one in Texas, right? That's right. Was, yeah. it, was it that one? I can't remember what it was. Sorry. But uh, 
Not so Sam I know really wants to go on a uh, tornado hunting go tour, go chasing. I think it'd be pretty fun. Is there like a uh is there like an industry for that? Is that there, like, there's is that like a small a, industry. Really? <laughs> it's not. Most are people like, are running away from this Like you can things. go skydiving or you can go chase a tornado. You can go chase some tornadoes. Yeah. I mean, it really just is, it depends up, up, it's up to you about how close you want to get to these things. Well, I mean, the, if I'm in a tank, I'll go do it. Yeah. Put me in a 4,000, 400,000 pound car. 4,000. You'll be good to go. I'll be good to go. Yeah. Tie me to the ground with some cinder blocks and whatever. It's true. Yeah. You got to get that big tank close to a tornado, which I think is kind of hard. Yeah, they move pretty fast, I guess. They move pretty fast, and they're unpredictable. Yeah. I think we've had like a thousand tornadoes over the last month in the country. You know what's crazy to me is that we don't have a way. Don't you feel like we should have some kind of military-grade weapon that we can just blow up a tornado? To like just to stop or like stop a hurricane or something like that? Do you like, think that, we, that it's possible? I don't know. It's a lot more smarter people than me out there. Uh, but... I, so they, I've heard of people there talk the- about so with with hurricanes. Yeah. Hurricanes follow warm water. Uh-huh. So the, the one theory I'd always heard was put a laser in space and heat a certain part of the water away from the land yeah. and guide the hurricane back towards that. Or you just dump a ton of ice in its path. Maybe dump a ton of ice. <laughs> the problem is, is that it's like it's so much. It's too much water. Yeah. You're just talking about so. You're, we're little ants. Yeah. We're little ants. So maybe maybe the um, heating up the water would take a tornado or a, a hurricane in a certain direction, but I don't know how you would dissipate a tornado right away. Usually they're not very big. Usually they're like F zeros, F ones. Like they, they'll do some damage. They'll take, maybe take down a tree that's like old. Power outages. But that's in some ways like a good thing. Like get get some of these older trees down so when bigger storms come through, they don't like flatten absolutely everything. Culling the meek a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Huh. And those only go for like. Maybe a couple miles, yeah. From where they when where they begin, where they fully dissipate out. Do you have any interest in being a storm chaser? I have I have a lot of interest in going and being a part of it. Yeah. I don't like I've never seen a tornado, and I have a lot of interest in seeing one. Yeah. Um, but it I don't have like a desire to do it for anything longer than like one week. Yeah, I mean like <laughs> I I get my fill on YouTube or like on the news. I'll watch them sometimes when it's like oh there's a huge tornado. I'm like I. This is as close as I want to be to that thing. Yeah. I don't know why Sam says he wants to go, like, storm chasing. It's one of his fears. Ah, so he wants to confront it's, it. you got to confront your fear. Gotcha. So, I mean, if wind's going by you at, like, 100 miles an hour, yeah. that, that's the sound of a jet engine. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's pretty nuts. Yeah, it's fast. I mean, Trey threw that hard in high school, but... I mean... Whatever. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fast. I mean, and that's obviously a lot more mass behind it like, or a lot more power coming behind well, it as well if you're listening to a jet engine and uh, you're gonna feel like your heart's gonna explode i feel like jet engines would be faster than that just just in terms of um just the audio uh, audio gotcha thing. gotcha just in terms of the audible aspect of it yes it's very loud right yeah for sure huh if you're at like an air show or something and you watch a jet take off like you That's feel like your heart's gonna explode yeah yeah it reverberates through your entire body yeah huh Interesting stuff. Yeah. Those are tornadoes. Well, don't look like there's any tornadoes coming today. Today's a beer drinking day. Today's a beer drinking day for sure. Yeah. Should we go drink some beers? Let's drink some beers. You got anything else? That's all I got. No shout outs? Shout out. Shout, shout out to... This one's for you, Sam. This one's for you, Sam. <laughs> You're his muse. <laughs> and we're going to go 
find several tornadoes. Yes. Get real close. Let's do it. All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening. We will be back. Uh, so this, this will drop next Friday, which will be the, what's today? The 1st? The 7th. The 7th-ish. I don't know. Yeah, much. 7th. Okay, yeah. Friday, June 7th. <laughs> uh, and uh, hope you guys enjoy it. We will be back every Friday for the rest of eternity um, for another episode of Tell Me What You Know. Telling you what you know. Have a great weekend. Goodbye. See ya.